Hey guys, before we jump into today's show, we just wanted to give you an opportunity to advertise your business on our podcast. If you're looking to expand your business to a wider range of people, send us an email at highlyundisputed247 at gmail.com to discuss the details. Sports Podcast. I'm in my co-host Garrett Davis, and it's been an exciting week of sports. For the NBA draft last week, we'll cover that. But first, we have our NFC power rankings. We have five nice things, which is a new segment we have to introduce. Well, I thought I was going to introduce the segment, you jackass. Oops. Then we have that's bullshit. NBA draft recap, NBA free agency kind of like questions before it starts in 40 minutes i'm honestly i've checked out now on this podcast <laughs> completely ruined my day and then we're gonna talk gold cup after because the u.s are the best soccer team in the world right now so let's get into it all right well here's the thing so last week um i received a text message from a very active listener he knows who he is and he said he was going to boycott the podcast until my co-host, Andrew, here had something. He had to say at least one nice thing about his New York football giants. Well, that gave me the idea. We're going to come up with a new segment here. We're gonna, it's going to be called Five Nice Things. And it's not going to be every week. But Andrew and I have certain teams that we like to rip on or certain professional athletes. So and I'm this not going to lie. I didn't even realize I had ripped on the giants as much as I do. But like... I no, it's a, it's a weekly thing with you. You're an <laughs> asshole to that, t- that uh, to that franchise. And it's really undeserving. So we're going to do this. Uh, every once in a while, we're going to have to make apologies and say nice things about teams or athletes that we can't stand. Okay, well, this week it is only three nice no, things. No, it's five nice things. I only have three written you down. You need to have five. So first, You need to have five or there's a penalty of some sort, and that will be determined later. First off, the Giants have a really good running back. Saquon Barkley is very good. Second off, they did a they did a good job beating Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. Proud of him for that. Got to give him props. Three, their quarterback Daniel Jones is uh, very good at running for sixty yards, and then it all goes downhill. Four, I mean, he got a very good wide receiver. I'll give him credit. I ha- I like Kenny Galladay, so you did good with free agency and and that aspect and. I mean, I guess your defense is, is the highlight of your team, so they're pretty good, too. So there, there's five nice things about the, the New York football giants. I feel like some of those were backhanded compliments. Maybe. I think the one nice thing that you said about them was they beat the Patriots twice. <laughs> I think that's the actual only nice thing that you said. What do you mean? Saquon's a good running back. You hate Saquon Barkley. I love Saquon Barkley. You shit on that guy all the time. No, I don't. Oh, all right, whatever. Are All you right, kidding me? So that's we're gonna have to get a sound effect or something for that, like you know, just something goofy. I don't know. We're, we'll figure it out. It's a new segment. We're still working out the kinks. All right. So, guess what? There are no more Sundays without football. Well, there's one without NFL football. There is, but there will be college football this uh, Sunday. Yeah, without NFL football, but we have football on Thursday this week. Yeah, so, the Hall of Fame game. So and then preseason games start next week. Next yeah, Sunday. So we have football. It's back. It's here. It's back, baby. So we did our AFC Power Rankings two weeks ago, and then we took a break last week. 
So we are back with the NFC. I got to say, I thought the NFC was the deeper conference. And then I got to a certain point in the standings, and I'm like, Jesus, like, do any of these teams actually have a chance to do better than 9-8? and eight? Like, it, it got rough for me. After, I'm like, look, I'm like, fuck. I don't know. It, it it's it's scary. You get at you get past like eight, and you're like, I don't I don't like the quarterback. I don't like the defense. Offensive line is terrible. Like something. There's something wrong with a lot of these teams. So let's just start at the bottom because we're here. Uh, who's your number sixteen team in the NFC? The Detroit Lions. Not my number sixteen. They are just historically bad. They've gotten worse. They have Jared Goff as their quarterback now. I don't really see them doing much. I mean, they have DeAndre Swift, but outside of that, I mean, TJ Hawkinson, their defense has no upside. Outside of those three players, their offense really has no upside. I, uh, I like some my, of their defensive my, players. My prediction is probably number one pick in the draft, if not definite top three. I think they're probably going to have a top four pick, I think. I mean, Houston's probably the worst team in football. Yeah. I, I actually like some of the things that the Lions have. I, I think they're going to be able to run the ball. I kind of like their offensive line. It's been rebuilt a little bit. They have a solid front four on defense. It's not great. It's solid. Like, there's nothing special about it. I like Hawkinson. You know I'm a big fan of his. Goff is, you know, he as bad as he is. Like, he's not terrible. He could be worse. My number 16 is the Philadelphia Eagles. I just hate everything about their ro- – like, the only thing on their roster I like is Jalen Hurts, and I like Devontae Smith, and Devontae Smith is hurt right now. I I hate Miles Sanders. I think he's awful as a running back. I like Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard's good. I, I, okay, there's three things I like. I like Dallas Goddard, too. I hate the rest of their receivers. Their offensive line isn't bad. No, offensive line is old and injured. It, it just is. Fletcher Cox is getting old. Brandon Graham, I think, is kind of overrated. Yeah, Darius Slay is nice, but is he really a top corner? Like, not really. And is he going to make up for the rest of the secondary? No. I don't think that they hired the right coach. Just not feeling that team at all. Uh, and my number 15 is the Lions, so, you know. My whatever. number 15 is the Eagles. Okay, so our bottom two are the same. Yeah. Wins for the Lions over under a set at five. The Eagles is set at six and a half. Which Lions are I would the second take, worst and Eagles are the third worst. I would take the Eagles on the under. The Lions have a chance at the over, though. Like, they have a shot because they're going to play the Vikings twice. They're going to play the Bears twice. And I'm sure that they probably play Philadelphia also or Dallas. I think they would play Philadelphia because they came in last, right? Who? The Lions. Lions came in last, right? Yeah. And I think Philadelphia came in last also. Yeah, they had to. Yes, they did. So, like, I can see five wins right there. I mean, maybe not five wins, but... So the Eagles or the Giants that came in last? They, it's the Eagles, because the Giants had a shot at the playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, they're going to play the Panthers or the, Fal- uh, the Falcons. Like, Falcons have a shot to be bad this year. You know, you're, they're going to be able to steal a game here or there, depending on what the rest of their schedule looks like. So I could actually see the Lions getting over that five. It's unlikely, but I could see it. The Eagles, I just can't see it. I... I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I really do. But that's more of a fantasy thing. It's not really a this guy's going to win a lot of football games with this team kind of thing. That's where I'm at with him, to yeah. be honest. So my number th- 14, I have the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, I have a different NFC South team. I have the Carolina Panthers at 14. You are so low on them, in my opinion. I, I don't. Okay, here's the thing. 
I might be low on them, but as much as I like Sam Darnold, I need to see it from Sam Darnold. So, like, I don't have the Falcons that low because at least I've seen Matt Ryan be good. Like, I can I can trust Matt Ryan to win 10 games. I just think even without knowing Sam Darnold, you're just – I think you're criminally underrating this team. You have the best running back in football. You have a, a very solid – Three wide receivers with Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and David Moore. Your tight end, sure, isn't very good. Your offensive line isn't terrible. It's actually, I would say, probably on the average it's, side. Yeah, it's about average. And then you have a new quarterback, cornerback, and J.C. Horn, who also unproven because he's a rookie. But you have an up-and-coming safety in Jeremy Chen, who was a rookie of the year candidate last year, or defensive rookie of the year candidate last year. And then you just have an all-around okay defense, or not even okay, I would say probably average defense. Like I've said in the past, if when we were doing the, we did some ranking a few weeks ago where I said, put these team, put these players on in the most average team in football. I think the most average team in football is the Carolina Panthers. They have an average defense and maybe a little bit above average offense, but I, I, I think to put the Carolina Panthers below a team like, the Falcons and the Bears, and I know I just said nice things about them, but the Giants, I just think is is you're I way just, underrated. I'm just this at team. the point like if I haven't seen it from you, I can't rank you that high. Like I still need to see Sam Darnold be successful. As much as I like him, I need to see it. So that's the only reason I have him that low. Like I just I need to see them do that. And like the Bears have made the playoffs. Like they made the playoffs last year. So I can't rank them above. Uh, ahead of the Bears like I have the Bears one slot ahead of them to be honest but like you know I just can't and like the Falcons as bad as the Falcons were last year like I think they're going to be better like I, I still have seen Matt Ryan be successful Calvin Ridley's a good player I think their defense will be a bit improved like so, I just like the Falcons a little bit better than the Panthers my question for you the Panthers finished second or tied for third to worst in the NFC last year. They finished above the Panther or the Falcons and the Lions or the Falcons and the Eagles and they tied with the Lions at the bottom. Do you not think that the Falcons got worse, the Lions got worse and the Eagles I actually got think, worse? I actually think the Falcons got a little bit better. I I think the Falcons got better because they were really inexperienced on defense last year and their defense will be more experienced. They also have a new head coach and I thought, um, oh God, their head coach's name there. I can't think of his their form. Their ex head coach. He's the Dan Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn. Sorry, I knew it was Dan. Their new head coach for uh, the former Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator there, Arthur Smith. Mm-hmm. I really like him, and I think like they're going to just have a better year. They the I Falcons do this like every three years. They have a really shit season, and then they come back with like, a, and they're going to have an easier schedule too. See, I I agree with you. I like Arthur Smith. But I think the addition of Kyle Pitts does not outweigh the loss of Julio Jones. I also I, I'm not I'm not that's not I'm not really al- going there no, with that. Uh, well, I also don't yeah. think Mike Davis being your number one running back is a big step above what they had last year. I don't over Todd Gurley. Uh, I thought Todd Gurley was terrible last year. Todd Gurley actually cost them football games last year. I also don't think that their defense got that much better. They gained experience, but sometimes experience doesn't. Well, they were they were skill. really young though, like a really young defense. Like, yeah, it helps. I understand. I've been hard on the Falcons this offseason. Yeah, I think you're just incredibly hard on that team. Like, but 
to to put the Panthers even below a team like the Vikings or even the Bears, I just don't. I don't. I don't why are I don't, the why do why are you saying the Vikings? The Bears made the playoffs last year. They I, made the playoffs. Like I can't put a team that missed the playoffs. Like that. Do you think a team with Andy Dalton as their starting quarterback is going to make the playoffs this I t- year? I've told you, Andy Dalton is not going to be the starter past week A rookie two. Justin Fields playing the Packers oh, two times a year? because Mitch Trubisky is such a difference between Andy Dalton and, and Justin Fields. Really? That's, your, that's the argument you're making right there. I, you're saying that Mitch Trubisky is so much better than those two guys. Like, come on. No. I, like, look, I have the Falcons ranked 11th. I'll just give it away. I have them 11th. Matt Ryan is... And you know he has his all pro in him when he's on. I'd rather have that. At least I know that. Okay. I don't know shit about Sam Darnold. I like Sam Darnold. I don't know shit about him. I just think he's unproven. I think you are being. I think you are heavily underrating the Panthers. Okay, I might be underrating them, but I'm not going to overrate them just because I like some of the stuff that they've done. I'm still taking into account they've never done shit. They haven't done anything oh, since they went to the Super Bowl. They, they've been terrible. They have a lot of players on their roster that I'm not a big fan. I'm not a DJ Moore guy. Like, Tell me when you actually impact a game, impact winning. Robbie Anderson, yeah, he's really flashy. Does he actually impact winning? No. Christian McCaffrey, can you make the playoffs, bro? Yeah, great. You had 20-something. That's, you can't say that okay, about but a running back. Yes, I though. can. How, plenty of running backs have dragged crap teams to the playoffs. We've seen it. Marshawn Lynch took an awful Seahawks team in 2011 or... 2012, 2012 to the playoffs. He just dragged them to the playoffs, and then he beat the Saints. Like, it's it's very possible. If you can have 20-something or 2,000-something scrimmage yards, you should be able to get in the playoffs. Yeah, but you act like he's had the best quarterbacks his entire career. To, to, he can't throw the ball. He can't throw I, the ball I understand and that. the ball. He I understand that. He can't throw the ball and run the ball. Okay, that's fine. But, like, no, I'm not going to give that team a ton of credit because – we both like Sam Darnold. Like, that doesn't change anything. What has Sam Darnold ever done except for be terrible for the Jets? I, it's not even based off of Sam Darnold. It's the but fact it is. That the quarterback is, is the most is important the most position on the field. Average team in football, the Panthers are. Yeah, and you know what? If average can go from your 500, or you can be really shitty. You can be an average team and be shitty. That's possible. And I think the, the Falcons are just below average. I, I, I think they have one. I like Russell Gage. I think they're... Their receiving core is better than the Panthers. They don't have a better running back. Kyle Pitts is unproven. Yeah, he's better than Ian Thomas, but I just I think that the the Panthers defense is what's going to put them again a what, step above. What's the most important position on the field? Quarterback. Who has the better quarterback? Sam Darnold, Matt Ryan. Well, Matt Ryan. Okay, that's all I need. Like to rank those two teams, just those two. That's all I need to know. Until Sam Darnold does anything, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to say that the Panthers are better than the Falcons okay. right now. Okay, And I might be wrong, and that's fine. I'm rooting for the Panthers because I like Sam Darnold and I think he can succeed, and I want to prove people wrong on that. But right now, as we stand, I can't have him ahead of these teams. I just can't. Okay, the Falcons are seven over-under on wins, and the Panthers are seven and a half. I would go over on the Falcons. and over on the Panthers. I would do the push on the, on the Panthers. I would take Panthers at seven wins. I'm going to lean over on the Panthers and... Pushing or under on the Falcons. Yeah, the schedules are just going to be really easy for both those teams. Like that division is going to be rough. This year. It's not even going to be a tough to sca- tough division. It's Tampa and this. I think the Saints are not going to be very good. Yeah, 
At 13, I have the New York football giants. Okay, I have them 12, and I have the Bears 13. I have the Bears 12. Okay, so we're, we agree here. Like, yes. You just think that the Giants are... It's, they're probably going to have the same record. The Giants are probably just going to... What's the Giants over-under? Uh, seven. The Bears I would take the over... Seven. I would take the under on the Bears and the over on the Giants. I probably wouldn't bet on either of these. Well, I wouldn't bet on either anyways, think, but I would say that the Giants probably can get to 10 wins. I think there's a path for the Giants to get to 10 wins. I think both of these teams will win probably exactly seven games. Like, the Giants are a questionable call in the end zone against Tampa last year from winning one more game. And they had a couple other close games. Like, the Giants are actually pretty good. I think the Bears the Bears have a chance to be solid. I don't see them winning more than eight, so I would. I guess I would take the under on the seven there. Um, I have the Falcons 11. We already talked about them. Who's your 11th? The Saints. Okay, I have the Saints a little bit higher than that, but I just we can do them now if you want. And this isn't anything – it's so hard for me to put the Saints higher because I do like Jameis Winston minus the 30 for thir- the thirty and 30 that he had two years ago. Completely take that out of the topic. The, the Saints team is, is, is decent. Michael Thomas being out is going to hurt them, but you still have Alvin Kamara, and you still have a good defense behind him. You have an, an all-right offensive line for both of these quarterbacks. To say that they're going to give the ball to primarily Taysom Hill, even after they paid him all that money, I just don't believe. I didn't really like what I saw out of Taysom Hill last year when he was the quarterback for the Saints, and I've liked what I've seen out of Jameis Winston in the past and the Buccaneers. So it's tough for me to want to – like, I want to put them higher. I don't like having them below a team like the Vikings or even the Panthers. I think the Saints could do better than the Panthers. But it's the instability at the quarterback position, not knowing – Right now, who the quarterback is set in stone is just kind of nerve-wracking to me. And I don't know if you're the complete opposite because you have them higher than 11, but... Well, see, this is why I didn't like the NFC because basically teams 8... Well, I would say 9 to 16, like... I'm not going to say that I have no faith in their ability to make the playoffs, but... It's it's so I really don't have any faith in their ability to make it's playoffs. It's just the uncertainty on what's going to happen. Like I have the Panthers, I'll spoil it right now. I have the Panthers at 9. That's way too high. But the Panthers like you just said, I'm not going to disagree that the Panthers can't fall to 14th like, place I'm, in the NFC. I would give you 11. I wouldn't I'm not going to give you 9. Like I just don't see that. I don't see how the Panthers are better than the Saints. Like I understand, like we're not. I'm not crazy about the Saints' quarterback situation well, it's either. Also right now, you have no Michael Thomas. Uh, yeah, I understand for an that too. Determined amount of time, but I at least trust Sean Payton as a coach to make things happen. He's a, you know, he's gonna be able to figure something out. And if it's Jameis, at least like you know, you have a guy that's capable of throwing the ball. Like Taysom Hill, we have no idea if he can actually throw. Yeah. You well, know, but we've also haven't seen the Saints. It's not like it's unheard of that the Saints fall apart under Sean Payton. I mean, they went five bad. and zero with Teddy Bridgewater. We've seen starter. some very bad seasons out of the Saints. Not very bad, but we've seen some bad seasons out of the Saints with Sean Payton. So, it's just it's nine to thirteen. I think could go nine to fourteen. I think could go either way. Yeah, I, actually, I'll I'll agree with you on that. Like between nine and fourteen, that was my hardest and like, spots to figure out. Like Panthers being nine isn't me saying they're gonna win eleven, even ten games. 
I think the the Panthers are going to be the best seven and ten team we'll see this year. If if that, you know what? That's a that's that's like a a mid warm take. <laughs> like I kind of like that. <laughs> I actually like that one. Like just they like, could be the best seven and ten team. Just you've like ever seen. I'm going to make the same comparison when we get to another team coming up here. They're going to be the best team with the record that they have. I just think that's their their peak, is maybe seven and ten. They could push for. I don't even know. I I just they could push for a higher record. I just don't. I just don't. It's so unnerve. It's so uncertain that I just can't stick to it. Like I'm not certain with any of these rankings that I have. I've had other than fifteen and sixteen. Yeah, we said it. Like nine to fourteen is any one of those teams could be. 11 wins and any one of those teams could be four yeah it, it, that's really where i'm at with those those slots uh my number 10 is the vikings my number 10 is the vikings okay i i, I so wait you have the vikings ranked ahead of the saints i do okay so i have the saints nine but so like why do you have the vikings ahead of the saints because if you're asking me if i'd rather have Jameis or kirk cousins like i'd rather shoot myself in the head but i think i'd rather take Jameis with sean payton than Kirk Cousins with Mike Zimmer. Well, the Vikings have three or four primetime games this year, so I'm already chalking up four losses, four losses right there. At least three. If Kirk Cousins is is not doesn't come up with an injury or they switch quarterback for, some, Mond? for some reason at all. But that's me comparing positions. I, I think running back is a wash. I think Dalvin Cook is equal to Alvin Kamara in every way, shape, I, and form. I like Dalvin Cook's ability to win you a football game more than Kamara's. I think Kamara's... Like the ultimate, other than Saquon, he's like the ultimate icing on the cake guy. Like yeah. he just does a lot of things, but does he always result in winning plays? Like no, he's really impressive and he can do a lot of things. But like Cook can just run for two thousand yards. Well, not two thousand yards, but you know you can have eighteen hundred scrimmage yards and probably win you like six games all on his yeah. own. And then I'm comparing receiver or the the pass catching position. So yeah, I, like, I mean that goes. To I the like Vikings Justin Jefferson sure. yeah. and Adam Thielen and Irv Smith more than like Adam Troutman. Uh, Mike isn't Thomas, that, isn't that your sleeper? And the next though? guy. Well, this isn't fantasy. We have, we're not. We're not on the fantasy podcast right now. I, I think coaching matters. And then I would and say the defense. Yeah, the 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 Saints win it at the coaching, and I would say the defense is almost a wash. No, well. I th- I think the Saints defense is a little. I'm not a big fan of the Saints defense right now because I think it's gotten a little old, and uh, it does it doesn't la- it doesn't have any depth. Like, every position that the Saints have, like, they have one guy at each position. They don't have, like, a second. Like, they have Cam Jordan as a pass rusher. And then, like, they don't really have a second pass rusher. Yeah. They got Lattimore at corner. And then it's like, okay, well, who's your next corner? They have Demario Davis at linebacker. And, like, I really like Demario Davis, but who's your second guy? Like, they just need a second guy at one of those positions to really, like, help them. Everything but I would I'm- still have them in front of the Vikings. I. Everything on the Vikings offense I like better than I like on the the Saints offense, and then I guess Saints off Saints defense beats out the Vikings by just a little bit, and then head coach beats out the Vikings. But I'm trusting Kirk Cousins to win me more games than I'm trusting Jameis Winston. I think you're actually trusting Dalvin Cook to win more games than Alvin yeah. Kamara. I really think that's where yeah. we're at. The pass. I'm trusting the pass catchers and the the guys that are. Able that's, to that's do stuff fair. with the ball in their hands better than I like the Saints to be able to do that. That's fair. I went back and forth with both these teams. Like, I really did. I, I had the Saints at 10, and then I had them at 9, and I'm like, I'm going to give Sean Payton some credit. I'm going to give him ten or 9, and I'm going to give Kirk Cousins 10 just because I never know if he's going to be first cousin or third cousin, you know, depending on how well he plays. 
So you have the Saints at nine? Yeah, I have the Saints nine. I have the Panthers at nine. Panthers at nine. We already did them. So this is the team right now at eight that I, I'm saying right now, I am sure fired that this will be the best eight and nine or nine and eight team in the NFL this year. Maybe they win ten games, the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, I was so we talked about this pre-show because you, we I, we were going back and forth. We we're like the NFC West is wild. It's and, the hardest. It's the right. toughest division in football. And we both agree on who we think the top two teams are. I think we agreed on them. And then we were like, there. And you said something. You were like, one team I'm gonna have at eight, and you're gonna like absolutely hate me for it. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know it's the Cardinals because I have the Cardinals at eight too. And I don't think that they're going to be nine and eight. I think they're going to probably not be that good. I think they're probably only going to have like seven wins. And I I feel really strongly about the Cardinals. Kyler Murray's my favorite player. We've been over this, but like it's just tough to have to play the Rams, yeah. the Niners, and the Seahawks. Yeah, six times, six games out of all of your games. I don't think they're going to beat the Rams at all, home or away. I don't think they're going to beat the 49ers home or away. They, so they've had good success against the 49ers. They beat them. I think twice last year in the first, they beat them week one, which yes. was when the 49ers were actually healthy. So I'm going to say they can split with the 49ers. I think that's a reasonable thing. And then I think they'll split with the Seahawks. I think they're going to potentially sweep Seattle. Okay. Seattle. Okay. So I have Seattle higher than the Cardinals. I have Cardinals at eight in case I didn't say that yet. Seattle's my boomer bust team. Seattle's either going to be really good or the defense being a shit show is going to catch up to them. And that's going to be a problem. I'm very hesitant on where I have the the Seahawks. It could switch by the time we get there. I will let you know if and when I make that switch. Yeah, I'm not moving them. I have them where I have them. The Cardinals schedule is just what scares me. I like the team. I like Kyler Murray. I like D-Hop. I like all of their pass catchers. I don't think... I like like their defense. I like their defense, too. They have some really good players. And they have James Conner and Kenyon Drake running the ball, but... Or not Kenyon Drake. They have James Conner running the James ball. James Conner and uh, uh, Chase Edmonds. Yeah. And I really like Chase Edmonds. But that's where it gets scary because they're such a one-dimensional team. I don't think James Conner is going to do well on the Cardinals. Granted, the Steelers' offensive line last year wasn't good. But I think all we've seen, all we've seen of James Conner and Chase Edmonds is Chase Edmonds. I just... Uh- Chase Edmonds is pretty good. Like I, he's pretty underrated as a player. I think, I think they're going to be a very one-dimensional team. I think they're going to be. I, I don't. I don't know if you can say that because when you have Murray's ability to do what he can do with his legs too, like when they run a read option play, it real. It's it's more of a mystery what they're doing than than with the Ravens because, like the Ravens run a lot of read option, but that's because Lamar is so good at running the ball. Like. Kyler Murray's actually a bit better of a runner because he's he's a little bit more elusive and quicker, I think. See, we've seen the play action become very big in the NFL over the recent years, and I don't think the Cardinals are going to have a very good play action game this year. I don't think it's about the play action. I just think it's about Kyler's is Murray pulling this and keeping it? Yeah, it's more about that. Like, if he fakes the handoff and then he takes two steps and then it looks like he's going to run it and then he throws, like, that's really dangerous. And... I, you know, I have I only I have Maith. I think they're going to be they they have a chance to be really good. Like their defense is going to be improved. Their offensive line is better. They got some better players. Like the pass rush is going to be. I a will little say bit better. I I can almost I'm almost a hundred percent positive that the top three teams in the NFC West are going to the playoffs this year. Whether it's yeah, the I, I think that's or a the pretty... Cardinals at three. I think hell, I I 
it, it's close to where all four teams could make the playoffs. Well, right? they can't, but well, oh no, they can. Yeah, There's they three can. wild card spots. Yeah. yeah, they could. It'd be hard because you would have to basically. Yeah, but you have to look at the number twos in every other division. Like on mine, I have Vikings as the number two. I think every single team in the NFC West can beat out the Vikings for a playoff. Oh spot. yeah, that's not. A I point. think no, every, no. Hang on. I think every single team in the NFC West can beat. Other than the division winners of the other three conferences, I think they can out. They can beat out. The other three teams in every I think single conference. Gonna, the, where it gets tough is where you have those teams beating my number two in the NFC East, also my number seven on my rankings, the, the Dallas Washington, Cowboys. Oh, okay. Well, I have, I have the Washington <laughs> football team seven. I have the Washington football team six. Okay. Uh, so let's do them. Who's your? Well, you give me your seven in a second. Cowboys are my seven. I just said. Oh, the Cowboys are your seven. Yeah. Okay, so you have Cowboys seven, Seattle or finishing Seattle. number two in their division. Number the two. All right. So here's what it came down to, to for me. I'm not a Ryan Fitzpatrick guy. You know that. I like him when he can do the thing he did last year, where oh, your team is down a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Here, let me come in. The offense changes, and let me be gunslinger, crazy guy. If Ryan Fitzpatrick is your starter for 17 weeks. Get ready to win six games. He's just, he's a hes really good relief pitcher. He's not a starter. There's a reason guys come out of the bullpen. Like, they're just not meant to be starters. That doesn't mean that he's bad. I, But people, like, fall in love with him because he's had some really miraculous moments. But, like, look at his record when he's a starter for 16 weeks. I forgot. Cardinals over under wins eight. Which, I'd push. Yeah. I'd push. Uh, anyways, like, I like the football team's team. Obviously, I have them seventh. Like, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's a playoff team, you know? But I don't want to have to rely on Ryan Fitzpatrick to win me the division. He's never done that. Ever. Ever. He's been in the league since 2004. He's never won a division. He's never been an above 500 quarterback as a starter. Like, except for one season with the Jets. Okay, so the football team are my number six. I'll just get them out of the way now because we're talking about them. I think the football team have a the third best defense in the league. I was going to say top three, but it makes no sense because the Rams and the Buccaneers, I'm not going to say are so far ahead, but they're at easily a step ahead of the football team. Um, You know, I don't know about that. I think the football team is on par with those two defenses. Actually, they might be a little bit better. Yeah? I actually think the football team has a chance to be the best defensive football. I, okay. I like Tampa's defense, but I think that they're going to kind of coast through some games every once in a while, and they get a little bit blitz-happy, and so I don't know about that. They might fall down the rankings a little bit. Okay. But anyways. So I like I love the football team's defense. There isn't a, really a weak spot on their entire defensive roster. I love the offense. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Terry McLaurin is my favorite wide receiver in football. Uh, Curtis Samuel, the addition of Curtis Samuel, and the chemistry that Terry McLaurin and him have is just incredible to me. And I think Ryan Fitzpatrick's ability to target the number one receiver and a, a solid number two receiver well is higher than most other quarterbacks. He he loves his number one receiving option. I think Antonio Gibson is the lead running back. He showed himself off a lot last year. And I like Logan Thomas as, as a starting tight end. Their offensive line also isn't very very bad. So, with that, I have the football team winning that division, and it's close. It's very close. It's not. I don't think they walk away with it, 
But I think the football team take that division away from the Cowboys. Now to my number seven, the Cowboys. I love Dak Prescott this year. I loved what I saw out of him last year, how he was throwing the ball. I, I'm i not as high as the Dallas Cowboys pass catchers as you are. I think CeeDee Lamb still needs to prove himself. I think Zeke has to bounce back this year. I think the offensive line being better is going to help him do that. But, as I've said it before, I don't like the Dallas Cowboys defense. And we've had this argument before when I said the Dallas Cowboys were losers in the draft. I'm not doing this. So, if this is an argument point for you, just pass it. We don't need to. I'm going off of my thoughts with that. I don't think that the Cowboys are going to be able to take the division home. I think they're going to be able to beat out the Cardinals for that last playoff spot. But we will see. It's not a surefire thing. It's still tough for me to be able to say that that's 100%. But as of right now, I think I think I have to do that. Who's the better quarterback between the two teams? Okay, you're... No, no, hang on. Yeah. I have, I'm going between, somewhere between with this. Between the football team and the Cowboys. Is that yeah, yeah, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Like, how much better than Ryan Fitzpatrick is he? A lot. A lot. Okay. All right, I was in the middle of a point there, and Tamara <laughs> just hijacked the whole podcast. So, yes, Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Ryan Fitzpatrick. All right, thank you. So, look, I, I know you're, you're going to say you're not high on CeeDee Lamb. Like, hey, CeeDee Lamb had nobody throwing him the ball last year. Hey, Michael Gallup is a 1,000-yard receiver. Like, he's that good. Amari Cooper is that good. Like, Amari Cooper's better than Terry McLaurin. You can say what you want. Amari Cooper's better than Terry McLaurin. Like, he just is. Yeah, the Dallas defense is not as good as the football team's defense. I get that. The Dallas offensive line should be much improved. Zeke, you were saying it the other day. You think Zeke's going to have a bounce back here. You were actually saying that. I wasn't even saying that. You've made that case for me. I, How much? Mo- who do you will. have? I think who do you have more sh- faith in as a running back, Antonio Gibson or Ezekiel Elliott? I've seen more from Zeke, so I have to say Zeke. Okay, but thank I you. haven't seen a bad season out of Antonio Gibson. Oh, that's that's yet. true. Like that's true. What team has more to prove? The Dallas Cowboys. That actually kind of hurts the Cowboys. I don't know why I asked that question. <laughs> that was a dumb question. I, I regretted that as soon as I had, I said it. Um, we look, I think the Cowboys are more talented. I think they're going to have an easier schedule. I I think they're going to win the division. Like, I just do. I I have them fifth. Football team over-under wins is eight. Cowboys is nine and a half. I would take the over on the Cowboys. I would take the over on the football team. Eight for the football team? I'd push. Maybe. So I would push. My thing with that division also is I think it's going to be a lot like last year. I don't think that they have that surefire number one that goes out and wins 11-plus games to take – or 10-plus games to take the division easily. I think it's going to be one of those things where we're at week 17 and the football team and the Cowboys are still battling for the number one spot, which I'm hoping that the week 17 game is the final matchup between the football team and the Cowboys because – Especially if that goes the way I think it is, which all signs showed it. Yes, I and it, I want to give the Cowboys more more credit. I'm more high on De- Dak Prescott than I know of anybody else, maybe other than you. I mean, I'm not like I don't think I have to be high on Dak Prescott. I think I just I think you should just be not stupid and realize yeah. that Dak Prescott is like a top eight quarterback in the league. Like, yes, if you don't think he is, that's just dumb. It's just dumb. Like, you're being ignorant, you're being a Cowboys hater. Like, just just don't do that. That's a, that's unnecessary. 
look, we can hate on the Cowboys as all we want, but like, don't hate on Dak Prescott. That's like the wrong guy. He's just he's not like that. Um, look, I I don't want to sit here and defend the Cowboys because that's not really my favorite thing to do either. But I think their defense is gonna be better. I think it's gonna be better. Like they should have a bounce back year. I don't like Dan Quinn at all. I don't like Mike McCarthy at all as their head coach. Like the football team has them beat out with head coaching. I, they just do. But if Dak's playing and Dak plays all seventeen games, like. That's 10 wins. That should be good enough for 10 wins. That team always does this. They have a really bad year, and then they go and win 10, 11 games. Like, that's just a thing with them. I don't know. It's just so tough for me because I said it last year for the Cowboys. not the Cowboys, and that got hurt, so I, I can't use last year. Right, year's like, last year's example. a complete wash, so that's... Like, comparing anything with the Cowboys to last year. Well, how did the Cowboys do with Dak Prescott for the first four, four weeks? They had a rough first four weeks. Like, their defense was not ready to go. They, they had changed the system completely, so they weren't up to speed at all. They didn't have a training camp. Like, you know, that, that's tough. When you bring in new guys and you have a whole new scheme, like, that's hard to learn a new scheme. And we're also counting on Dak Prescott coming off of injury, which... Again, I think he'll be able to bounce back, but it's also tough. You have a horrific leg injury, and then you're going to come back, and I'm not going to root. I, like, I'm going to root for that guy, but I'm not going to put that team being the best team in their division easily. That's why I have the football team and the Cowboys back-to-back. I will say what's going to give the Cowboys the edge is that they have the 26th hardest – or yeah, the 26th hardest schedule in the NFL – whereas the football team have the ninth. That is where it's going to come down to, strength of schedule. But is that Giants defense going to be able to hold up with the easy schedule that they have? And Giants defense? You mean Cowboys defense? Did I say Giants? You said Giants. Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, you said something, you said something <laughs> nice or mean about the Giants there. Um, I, I don't want to spend any more time on the Cowboys. I don't. Like Again, it's, listen, it, they're 7-6. Okay, let, let me ask you one more question. Between those two teams, which one... Close your mind. All right. Super Bowl champion. Can you see the Washington football team as a Super Bowl champion? Can you see that? Like, is that is that a scenario that's at all possible for you? No. Can you see the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl? Like, that is their roster. Do you look at it and you're like, no, that could happen? No. You don't think that that roster is good enough to win a Super Bowl? I don't think their defense is good enough. They, they have, like, a top-five roster in football. I don't think their defense is good enough to win them a Super Bowl. I think you're just wrong. Talent-wise, talent. I'm not saying the pieces fit together great. Talent-wise. No. I don't think either of those okay. teams can win a Super All Bowl. Right. I think that's... I, I can, like, at least see the Cowboys winning a Super Bowl. I don't think this it's going to happen. Yeah, this year. No. Talent-wise. No. I'm, I'm no. saying, like, put stuff out of your... I'm not saying, like... You think about it hard. I'm just saying you look at that roster and you say, is that roster have enough talent to win the Super Bowl? No. If I'm comparing... How can you say no? I'm they have a top five talented if roster. If I'm compa- I think the football team's roster is better than the Cowboys. No, no, no. Not better. More talented. The football team does not have a ton... They're a, they're a good roster. They fit together well. The talent on the Cowboys is far greater. No. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I just... Oh, my God. I completely disagree. Holy shit. All right. So, who is your six? Six is Seattle. Okay. I have Seattle at five. I really don't have anything to say to them other than, like, 
I could see them going like seven and ten, to be honest. I'm not really excited about Seattle season. Over. I think they're not gonna be I actually don't think they're gonna be very good. Over under nine and a half. I'm gonna take the over, but the under wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I agree. It, it again it's that defense is awful. It's the NFC West. Like that defense is awful. Yeah. It's gonna be awful. It's the same thing as the Cardinals. I don't think they, that they're gonna beat the Rams or the Niners. They added nothing at all. Nothing. They added a wide receiver in the second round. All the things that that team needed, and they add Dwayne Eskridge out of Western Kentucky. Like, there was definitely players on the board that they could have added. So, your number five, is this the Cowboys? Yeah, I have the Cowboys fifth. Okay. So, my number four is the San Francisco 49ers. Okay, we agree. I think okay. our next three are all going uh, You no. probably have... Yeah, I think I know who you have, number two. So, the Niners also goes unsaid. It's, I'm hoping to see... The same Niners team we saw in the Super Bowl a few years ago. If it's Jimmy G, I would like to see Trey Lance. I want to see Trey Lance do what Trey. No, Trey Lance. I I think Trey Lance can do. But I mean, if Jimmy G is healthy and Jimmy G is performing, George Kittle has come out and said he wants Jimmy Garoppolo throwing him the ball. So, and I think Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo is good enough to get the 49ers to the two seed out of the NFC West. I'm assuming you agree. Yeah, I like ditto everything yeah. you just said. I don't have much to add. Like that team just you have went the to best the middle Bowl. linebacker in the league in Fred Warner. You have decent running backs. You have the second best tight end in the league. You have a decent wide receiver core, an all right offensive line. That is a very good team. Despite a quarterback, can still win a lot of games. Number three, I have the Packers. Um. Wow. I have the Rams. Number three. Okay. I think we know who our number one is, right? No? Okay. Wow. All right. I am criminally high on my number one team. You have the Rams at one? I am criminally How, high okay. on the Los Angeles We're Rams. skipping Green Bay. We're skipping Tampa. <laughs> we're just going right to the Rams. You can't have say, Matt Stafford. Say. You can't have Matt Stafford, a guy who has done nothing in his NFL career, as the number one team in the NFC. I will say, I did make my top four of the NFC last or two weeks ago. When Cam Akers was still healthy. So I will switch right now. Cam Akers has nothing to do I with that. I will switch right the, now. You are pitting. You are saying like, Matt Stafford. I have the best defense in the league and a very <laughs> good quarterback in Matthew Stafford, who you have also underrated his entire career on the Detroit can Lions. You, can you win a, a playoff game? Wide can you win court. a playoff? Are you that? If you're that dude, you could. I watched. Plenty of guys. I've watched Aaron Rodgers take some pretty shitty teams to like the NFC Championship game. I've watched Tom Brady take some awful receiving cores to the AFC title game. I have seen Matt Stafford do absolutely nothing in his career. I get Who it. has he ever had outside of Calvin Johnson? Well, yeah, fucking Calvin Johnson. That's better than any guy other than Randy Moss for one season than Tom Brady ever had. Matthew You're- Stafford is not a better quarterback than Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. But you're putting you're putting the Rams number one. I with just a, told you I'm switching the Rams to number two because I made this when I had Cam Akers because I thought Cam so Akers. So Cam have Akers is. The, I thought Cam the Akers Rams have, have a, a breakout the, year. Yes, and I I think Matthew Stafford has a lot to prove as well. You so have I'm the Rams ahead switch. of Green I'm, Bay. Yes, ahead of Green Bay. Yes, that's yep. that's insane. Over under wins for the Rams and the Packers is ten and a half. Over under wins for the the Bucks is eleven and a half. I take the over on the Bucks. What is the Green Bay? What is the Green Bay again? Ten and a half for the Rams take, and the Packers. I take the over for Green Bay and I take the over for the Rams. 
I guess I take the I over take for the, the Rams. I probably take the over for all three of those teams. What's more likely? The Rams win 12 games, the Rams win 8 games. What's more likely? 12 games. Okay. That defense is so good. They play in the most difficult division. That defense is in the, in the, so in good. In the entire league. Okay, so I just, I just got to say this. So free agency for the NBA started literally 60 seconds ago, and I love that Lonzo Ball had a deal ready to go with five seconds into free agency. That's incredible. I, I have Tampa 1, I have Green Bay 2. I think that's pretty easy. I'm sorry. I'm not putting the Rams ahead of Green Bay. It's not happening. It's not happening. Like, don't have to. Matt Stafford has proven nothing. He's proven nothing. You don't have to. I'm not saying you do. But I think... Oh, my God. (laughs) Ahead of the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, who just won... Aaron Bleepin' Rodgers? Yes. Who's probably going to be pissed off. Who doesn't want to be on his team? Who's Who's come out in his first press conference back for the Packers calling out every single person in that organization? Okay, in the organization, not his teammates. No, I don't think the Packers do better than the Rams. Okay. I don't. Sure. You want to put this on the board? I'll put it on the board right now. Record-wise? Better. Record and however however far you make it in the playoffs. Put it up there. All right. We got this. Put it on the board. All right, Tamara will put this on the board. I I can. Oh my God! I have the Rams. Garrett has the Packers. Better finish to the season, record, and however far you make it in the playoffs. I'll take that any day. It's fine. Like, oh my God! That is one hundred percent. That's okay. awful. Awful. Let me guess. They just—they're—we're watching the jump right now, and well, you are watching the. I'm jump. pretty sure Kyle Lowry's about to be involved in something here because all these deals have basically been done for two weeks. Speaking of NBA, let's just jump right into our NBA segment. I don't have. Uh, oh wait a minute, we got Tim Hardaway news. Wow, what do we got with him? Is he going to get an extension? All right, who let's cares? Let's not talk about what's on the TV. NBA draft. <laughs> we'll do that first, and we'll we'll talk about whatever's happening right now in in a few minutes. Okay. This is going to be quick because I don't want to spend a ton of time on this. I just want to say, what the fuck is Sam Presti doing? What is he doing? Well, hang on. So let me let me give you my Sam Presti take. I gave you this like four days ago, so you have already heard this. But Sam Presti is the biggest winner on NBA draft night, along with the biggest loser. Sam Presti did a great job of keeping the allure together, that he is just the smartest guy in the room and he knows everything about basketball. And Sam Presti did the best job of completely fucking up draft night. Had, yeah. Had a great opportunity to get a much better player than Josh Giddy. Basically, anybody else that was on the board could have just taken James Booknight, who I think is going to be incredible. And I don't understand how a guy has shot up draft boards that much and you're not willing to take a reach on, on a guy at pick six. Also, so last year you're willing to take uh, Pokachevsky. This year, Alpern and Sangoon, the guy that a lot of people had ranked as like a top eight prospect, is sitting on the board at 16 and you decide to trade that pick to Houston? Houston, a team that's in the same division as you. Why? Why, why well, wouldn't you know, just take Sangoon? Yeah. You needed a center. You, ne- you needed a center. Sangoon was, had already fallen. He should have gone higher than that. He's on the board. You have 8,000 draft picks coming up and you decide to package that pick and move it to a different year, basically? I will say, I, I was not high on Jonathan Kaminga. I did not want him on the Thunder. I would have much rather had Jonathan, Jonathan Kaminga than Josh, Josh Giddey. Giddey. 
I would have rather had Davion Mitchell over Josh Giddey. I, nah, I don't know about that. I would have rather had James Booknight over Josh Giddey. Yep. And you're sending James Booknight to an already young... You let a team that's already got a young team in the, in the Hornets take James Booknight. And now you're in talks to trade with the Hornets and send them a good, good cheat for... Uh, Devontae Graham. Devontae Graham, yeah. Yeah, just... I, I thought what the Thunder did was just perplexing. Here's the thing. The Thunder have all these picks... Name me the one solid piece that they have. What's their Brooklyn Nets pick that you know is going to be good? And don't we have a they, Pistons pick coming up, but you're also hoping that it's Yeah, a top but it's, it's something protected. that's protected that conveys, and it might not convey until, like, 2026. Yeah. Like, it's, name me name me the one solid asset they have other than SGA that they can, like, bang on, bang the table for and say, this is something that we can get something with. Well, I mean, if you do the whole Sam Presti rehabilitation thing that you did with Al Horford, you could do it with Kamba Walker. Okay, but, but what are you getting? You're getting a top 20 protected first-round pick. Yeah. That's not a solid asset. No. I'm talking about something other than your own draft pick that's going to be top five. No, we're in hell right now. We don't have assets other than Shea. And if a team looks at the Thunder, they're like, all right, we'll take Shea for you, but we also want four first-round picks because none of them are good. Like, and then we've lost four first-round picks where everyone's been like, oh, well, Sam Presti has all these first-round picks. Well, that guy is a fucking genius. Oh, obviously not, because when we get to pick six, we're taking Josh Giddy. Best pick of the night. And then we're going to 14 or 16, and then we're trading away a guy that we could that, use. So the Giddy pick, I can, like, I can make an argument that it's an okay pick. The, the Sangoon trade makes no sense to me. We could that have guy used is, him. That guy is really good. He has, an abs- he has an actual chance to be like an all-star in this league. And you decide to ship him to Houston for a future pick. Like, just Who make the pick now. we also have picks of. We have right. Houston's picks. But you have Houston picks as it is. It just, it just made no sense to me what they did. And then I don't mind the Trey Mann pick. I know you're Again, but it doesn't high. make yeah. any sense because you have all these guards. We have Kemba, we have SGA. Now we have Trey Mann and, and Giddy. Yeah, like, somebody has to develop. You're going to hurt Trey Mann's ability to develop because Josh Giddey's a project. Like, he's not a guy that's, like, ready for the NBA right now. He needs work. So you're going to take the ball. Out. What are you going to do, take the ball out of his hands to put it in Trey Mann's? Oh, and like, by the way, we could have five new addition or five point guards if we traded for Devontae Graham, which that also makes no sense. That's why we trade for him, too. The Thunder, you asked me the other day, what would it take for the Thunder for me to not to be a Thunder fan anymore? What would it take for them to just piss me off enough to not want to do it? I said it would take a lot. But when I went through and I really looked at what Josh Giddey does and what he doesn't do for our team and trading Alperin Sangoon to the Rockets and what he could have done for our team and what Trey Mann could do for our team, even though we don't need him because we have Kemba and we have SGA, and then we go out and sign... Uh, the center from the Jazz, who really Derek also favors yeah, in a trade, also to, really so you pick up another yeah, first round pick. Also, like, really doesn't help us. A salary dump. He's a salary dump. Yeah, makes no sense. It's closer. I'm closer than I ever have been to wanting to not be a Thunder fan, but I'm not going to be that guy. Like, I have hopes that that we can figure this shit out and make our team better. But this is two years in a row we've had terrible draft picks, and then we go and trade a young good player in Moses to. The, the Boston Celtics for Kemba Walker. A broken, a broken accent. Well, I mean, you did that for another pick. That You did that for a pick, and you're hoping you can flip him. That's, that's why. But a Celtics pick? Which ended up being Sangoon. Yeah, that we don't have. Right. Like, like <laughs> actually, you made a good move there. You traded for the pick that would have been Sangoon, and now Sangoon is on the Rockets. Yeah. Which is going to haunt you guys, I think. Um, we're going to move on. I think the Magic got their guy. I like Jalen Suggs on the Magic. 
I, I thought about this. He he's way better for them than what Scotty Barnes would have been. Did the magic fuck the thunder? Was Suggs- I don't think the magic fucked the thunder because I think he was the best available in the magic well, around the board. Yeah, I like, thought the entire time this the magic isn't this is nothing Kuminga. to do with the thunder. No, I know, but I'm no, just I never. I thought okay. the magic would take Kaminga at eight. I never oh, thought okay. that the magic would take Kaminga at five. Oh, all right. That would make no sense for them at at, at five. They needed a proven thing at, at five, and then they got Franz Wagner at eight. Like I like the Wagner pick because. He's defensive. He can stretch the floor. I don't love him. Like, I don't think he's ever going to make an all-star team, but I like him as a foundational piece. Like, he can be your fifth best player on a time. Could he be Draymond Green? Yeah, I think he could has a chance to be as good as Draymond Green, like, if not better. Um, so I think the Magic had a really nice night. Uh, I think it's over for the Spurs. I think the Popovich, R.C. Buford era is done. I thought the Primo pick was the Terrible. most horrendous pick of the night. That was an like there were GMs that I had read articles on that said that Josh Primo wasn't even a first rounder, like not even a first round. He just overrated, really bad. He didn't even put up good stats on a bad team. Like, how do you not put up good stats on a bad? Or I'm sorry, he went to Alabama. They were actually good this year, but like it's not like they were a super team. He didn't have double digits in any right stats. Like, no, I'm sorry, I can't take that guy at twelve. I think they took him at twelve or thirteen. Like, that was a bad pick. I can't. There's no defense for that one. I think it's over for Popovich. Like, this is gonna be rough for the Spurs. Yeah, I 100% agree. I just, I don't understand why teams, some teams did what they did at all. Like the the Knicks, the Knicks tried to trade 19 and 21 to basically every team in front of them. Why don't the Spurs just pick up the phone and say we'll take 19 and 21 and you can have 12 and we'll get Primo at 12? Obviously, they liked Primo. They took him at 12 when he was gonna be there later. Like. Why wouldn't you move back? You get him cheaper? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. Oh, my God. What an awful deal. Jarrett Allen. Right, let's just jump into this. Yeah. There's well, not much more we have to say for the draft. Yeah. Free agency is right now. Jarrett Allen just signed a five-year, 100-mile That's an awful contract. contract. You That's had asked terrible. me before we did the podcast, because this was rumored. What does Jarrett Allen do than, than the, any other average center in the league that you could pay way Se- less like money? The, the average center market, like, for the regular guys that aren't like the top five guys, you should be paying no more than $8 million for a center. Like, just no. Does Jared Allen do anything better than Clint Capella? No. Like, would you rather have Jared I think Allen his or Clint? defense is a little bit better. But... No, I'd much rather have Capella. Yeah. Yeah, I think Capella's way better defensively. Like, offensively, maybe Allen's a bit better, but I'd much rather have Capella. Like, Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn Holmes is going to get $10 million. That's about the market. Jared Allen just got. $100 million over five years from the Cavs. That is terrible. And they just drafted Evan Mobley. What are you paying Jared Allen $100 million for if you just drafted Evan Mobley? I'm not going to spend any more time on the Cavs. Okay, here's my headlines. Kyle Lowry, heat culture. Good move, bad move. So who the Heat are getting rid of? It would be like Dragic and another pick to make a sign and trade work for Lowry. For the heat. Does it make the Heat title contenders in your opinion? No then right like what are we doing here you know I, I I'm just but does anything that teams could really could, that a lot of teams could do does it really make them title contenders I think there's moves that the Heat could do I, I do um will the Knicks screw it up will they screw this up will they pay will they overpay for Evan Fournier or does a bear shit in the woods well I don't know does it <laughs> it in fact does I mean, my friend my god 
I just hope they don't give Evan Fournier like $22 million a year. That is such a bad deal. Like it's, he's a nice player. It'd be but typical Nick behavior. Yeah, like they were willing to offer Gordon Hayward like $25 million last year, and I was just like, please do it. Just please do it. Just like DeRoz- I think DeRozan would be the guy for them. I think if they can get DeMar DeRozan, I like that move. But at a good number, like 17 to $18 million. Do not pay DeMar DeRozan $27 million a year. Like just don't do that. Just do anything smarter than that, right? Yeah. Like, don't give, don't throw a hundred million dollars at Kyle Lowry. Don't do that. That's a that, like, he's thirty five. At some point, like bodies can only take so many collisions, and I feel like Kyle Lowry is like a middle linebacker in the NFL, and like he only has so many collisions left in him. I just would not pay that guy a lot of money. So I have a question. You were right about the Bulls and trading for Nikola. Thanks. Vucevic. I love bringing that up. They just got Lonzo Ball. Hate that. What for does them. it do for them? I, it doesn't make any sense. You would be running a starting five of, assumably Lonzo, with how much they paid him. Yeah, it's it's Lonzo, Zach it's Zach Levine, Levine. Pat Will, Williams, Daniel Tice, and Nikola Vucevic. Uh, Tice is a free agent. They're going to lose him. I think Markin. they have no. Laurie Markkinen's a free agent. Thaddeus Young. It's Thaddeus Young. Yeah. Hate that. What? <laughs> like. So is this just the Bulls being the average Bulls of the last twenty years? Again? What what player on that team is a difference maker? I like Lon. I, I, like I wanted Green. I wanted Lonzo Ball to the Celtics because here's why: Lonzo Ball needs to be in a position where he has two wings that he can play off of. Like Zach Levine is a fucking black hole. That guy is a black hole with the ball. Like see ball, throw it at basket. That's what that guy does. He does nothing but score. They're not going to be a good transition team. Lonzo needs to be on a team that's good in transition. Vucevic plays at a pace of like, what's what's a good mile time? Like a 440 mile? I mean, like, like in high school, like a 440 mile is pretty good, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. Like Vucevic is the kid in high school that runs like a 7, 725 mile. Like he's Breaking news, slow. Kyle Lowry designed with the heat. Okay, so that, that's a question answered right there. I feel Butler like that's been done. Butler gets a $184 million extension. Who? Butler. They're going to give Jimmy Butler $184 million. Four years. That's so bad. I think they're... Oh, my God. That's that's like we have cap space. We must spend it. Yeah. I hate that. Hate that move for them. Heat culture, baby. Woo. Like, that team doesn't make... The Bulls team, back to them, it doesn't make any sense. You have Levine and Ball who want to play fast, and then Vucevic who wants to play incredibly slow. You have Levine who's like a good three-point shooter, but he's not incredible. And then Lonzo's gotten better. Lonzo like shot 38% last year. Patrick Williams can't shoot. Thaddeus Young really can't shoot. Vucevic is like, okay. You know, he's like a little bit better than Brooke Lopez. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And defensively, you're going to stink. Levine is not good defensively. Williams is what he is right now. Vucevic is terrible. Thaddeus Young is okay. Like, it makes no sense. Like, what are you doing? I hate, I absolutely hate that move. And, and I hate it for Lonzo, too, because look at the teams he's been on. He was on that awful Lakers team. Then LeBron shows up, quits after 10 games because he realizes they can't win anything, trades him to the Pelicans. The Pelicans have been a disaster for two years. He yeah, said, you're also, I would have rather been on the Pelicans than the Bulls right now. Yeah, but the Pelicans had, like, massive locker room no, issues no, 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 last I, year. I get it. They've, he's had four head coaches in four NBA seasons. No, That's terrible. Like, go to a place with some stability. Chicago's stable? The Celtics, the Celtics had to have sent him an offer. Oh, yeah, they did. Th- there was an offer, for I just, sure. I want to know I, what I don't it was. think it was. I think it was like three years, $60 million. 
I think that's what it was. I, if, to play with I'm, Jalen I'm, Brown and yeah, Jason but here's Tatum, the thing. I like, would do it. Here's the thing. It had to be a sign and trade, and I'm guessing the Pelicans would rather have Kobe White and Thaddeus. I, I don't even know what the other guy in the deal is, but like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it for Lonzo. I, I think Lonzo needs to be in a, a good culture situation with stability. And again, he's there's no stability in that organization. They've had the worst. They've basically been one of the worst organizations since Michael Jordan left. Like they've been that bad. Other than the Derrick Rose year. I I I agree. I uh, there's not really. I, it's the Bulls are the Bulls. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what it is. Um. Can the Lakers get some shooting? I think that's going to be the biggest thing for them. Oh, we got a Mike Conley deal here. I'm guessing what that's what this is. Can they just put it up on the screen here? I mean, Jesus, you've had this for probably three days. You don't have the graphic ready to go. So um, it's not. It has not been released yet. What else was in that sign and trade? Yeah, agreement? that that probably is still being worked out. I bet. But it's just. Oh, Conley agreed with three years, seventy-two and a half million dollar Ugh. contract to stay with the Jazz. I don't hate that. It's it's a lot of money for Mike Why Conley. Why are we still paying Mike Conley all this money? Yeah, like that's over twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, I just that's you know four like, million dollars a year. If your point guard's not an all star, and like Conley made an all star team last year, but like is Mike Conley really an all star? Not really. I'm not paying that guy any more than like twelve million because I can go get that. On like I can go get Reggie Jackson. I can go get a guy like Reggie Jackson and pay him ten million and basically get the same kind of production. I like Mike Conley, but is he really a game changer? Um, I think the Lakers getting shooting is going to be a big deal. Like, who are they getting? I think they're going to get Dwight Howard, which, again, that's not shooting, but uh, and Carmelo, so more non-shooting. So they're going to have, like, the worst shooting <laughs> starting lineup of all time. Kelly Olenek is on the Pistons. Three years, So the Pistons are signing more centers this year, apparently. Three-year, $37 million deal, as per Woj seven minutes ago. Three-year, 37? Uh, yes. I like that deal. That's not awful. Nerlens Noel is returning to the Knicks. Three-year, $32 Ooh, million dollar a, deal. That's big time. Alec Burks has agreed to a three-year, $30 million contract to stay with the Knicks. I don't know if I like that. I like that's okay. That's an, You know what that is? That's a hey, we have this mid-level contract that we can use in a package deal to get somebody. That's what that is. Yeah, and then tomorrow we will, we will probably see all of those rookie extensions for Trey Young and Luka, I assume, um, tomorrow. The Mavs announced that Luka's not going to get his until the Olympics are over. Oh, okay. So, well, because we can't see those until right. midnight tonight. Actually, yeah, right. Those, those deals can't happen until midnight tonight. But I'm assuming that Trey's will come pretty quickly. Um, the last thing I had on here was the Mavericks and the Pelicans are on the clock. They have two young stars. Uh, you can say what you want. Zion's a superstar. Um, and Luka obviously is what he is. Like, they're on the clock. They got to figure it out. Oh, the Mavericks just got Tim Hardaway back. That was, we did that already. Yeah, I, well, I know. I'm just yeah. reiterating. Which, I, like, four years, seven, that dude has made a ton of money in his career. He has made a ton of money. He signed a five-year or four-year $120 million deal like three years ago or $80 million or something like that. That's just so much for him. Um, like the Pelicans, you just lost Lonzo Ball. So where are you going now? You made those trades to get rid of Bledsoe and Adams. Like where are you going with this? Zion might be the first guy to like get off his rookie contract and be like, I'm not signing and just walk. That's possible. He could do that. Luka 
could walk. He could not sign his extension. Yeah. Like, I, it's just it's that's tough. I I don't. It's it's just bad teams staying bad. Like I, I hate to say that the Mavs are bad, but they haven't done anything in the past three years to to warrant. Them. They haven't won a playoff series since they won yeah. the title. I mean, I like Luca. I think Luca's the best. I've said it. Luca's the best twenty-two-year-old player I've ever seen, maybe ever. But like, they have to get something around him. And like, Tim Hardaway's a good player, but Tim Hardaway can't be your third best player on a title team. And you're paying him like he's your third best player on a title team right now. Yeah. What are you going to do with Porzingis? Like, he clearly doesn't want to be there. You clearly don't need him. Yeah, right. Get like, rid of he Porzingis. doesn't do anything. Why for Why are you, you keeping him? Yeah, I mean, it's just you have the the three, four main teams, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of teams that are just going to throw a lot of money around tonight, yeah. and like some of these deals, I'm going to like. Like, I actually like the Kelly Olynyk deal with the Pistons. That's a reasonable number. I like the Alex Burke deal or the Alec Burks deal a little bit with the Knicks. Like that makes sense. But some of these other ones, like once you get north of fifty million dollars, like the guy better be a difference maker for you. You get anywhere above fifty million in like over three years, the guy better be really good. He's got to be like your fifth best player minimum. I one hundred percent agree. Real quick, let's do some. Let's just do five minutes uh, on the Chicago trade. Oh. Sadaransky, Temple, and second round pick to New Orleans for Lonzo. So you got Temple. And Sadoransky in a second for Lonzo Ball. You could have just matched that. You could have just had Lonzo Ball. I know Boston offered Marcus Smart. Like that's that's known. Wouldn't you rather have Marcus Smart than those guys? I yes. would. Like that's terrible. That's really terrible by the Pelicans. Oh, Chris Paul had uh, left wrist surgery. So see, there was something there. Five minutes on the Gold Cup, if that. Give me give me your final thoughts on a big win for United States. Men's national team soccer. The USMNT is the best soccer team in the world right now. Soccer came home. Fuck England. Soccer is home. I just that's all I have to say. We we our rivalry with Mexico is brewing. We've beat them in the last two finals of the last two major tournaments the men the US men's team has competed in. I would say that we've taken a big step forward. Yes. I'd just like to say I tweeted last night. Hard eyes and everything. I can't wait for Pulisic McKinney and Gio Reyna to come back because I will I will be watching every game that they play in. I might buy a jersey for all three of them because I'm just that excited. I got to at least get a Weston McKinney jersey. I love Weston. If you are not, even if you don't like soccer, how can you not watch the U.S. men's team play in a major tournament final, the biggest tournament that the United States men's team play in outside of the World Cup? How can you not watch? Well, unless they make the Confederations Cup. Yes. How can you not watch that team play? The Gold Cup is the best tournament we've played in, in, in a, since we were in the World Cup. Like, how can you not be watching? The women's team played last night. and Lost that, to Canada for the first time in 20 years. The, U, the women's team has historically gotten higher ratings than the men. I don't know a single person that was watching the women's game last night. That fact, like that number to me makes no sense. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Are that many women just watching the U.S. women's team? Because... I don't know anybody. I like that, the women's like, team. Like I, I watch them in the World Cup. That's when I watch them. I don't I just don't follow yeah, them. Other than that, I just can't keep track of them. But that was the first time that that Las Vegas stadium has been sold out. And it was for a soccer match. Gold Cup final. And that crowd was good. Mexico, US. Oh, that crowd was great. That was did did somebody drop hundred dollar bills yeah, after the I saw US? that the yeah. kids picking Someone up? Someone was throwing bills? money on the like in the stands. Like that was awesome. I just 
I love to see the excitement that the men's team had, and even without our three best players. Yeah, but you beat Mexico with your C team. That Granted, means something. Mexico was missing players. And they were missing Chicharito. And uh, Chucky Lozano. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I will... And I, I, uh, Ochoa wasn't in goal last night. I, will I don't know them, if he's going to be in goal for the World Cup be. either. I will give them that credit. Like, it wasn't the best Mexico team. But that but wasn't it, even close right, to the best US Right, but it wasn't US certainly team. the best U.S. team. The U.S. has like seven guys they can put out, actually more like eight, that they can put on that field that are better than some of those players. Like, that back three last night was terrible. The U.S. back three was awful last night. We have four guys better than the three guys that started last night. That, and, and our defense held Mexico to, no goal, to, to zero goals. Granted, there were a few close calls. <laughs> there was about seven times I almost... Lost my breath because of a, a near goal. Paul Ariola should never step on the field for the U.S. men's national team again. Oh, that's a little harsh, but he was bad. I, you I, had five attempts last night at an almost open goal when you were one-on-one or two-on-one against a keeper, and you fucked it up. You didn't put a single shot on target. Like, it's hard to say that as a guy that's only played soccer up until his senior year of high school and part-time on the weekends, but... God, I love that part time on the weekends. There, there are some. Don't times, quit your day job. There are some times when, like, I was looking at one of those shots. It's like, just put it on target, and you're scoring. I just, I don't. That guy, fuck that guy, making my heart race way too much for a huge game last night. I need you to just a quick apology to Jossie Zardes. You were hard on him last night. I thought that was unwarranted. I thought Zardes was given a really tough task last night to go at that Mexican defense when you knew the U.S. was going to have to drop nine. Not apologizing for anything. I think you were been, you have been rough on him. He was big in the quarterfinal or in the semifinal. Like I think you need to give that man a little bit of credit. It's a little bit of credit. I'm not apologizing. He's going to be on the World Cup roster. I don't think he should be. He will be. I don't think he should be. We have two different viewpoints there, but maybe as a bench player. He'll be on the bench. Yeah, he'll start. be on the bench. Oh, I mean, fine. look, you're going to have DeAndre Yedlin, you know, the, the big three, Sergio Dest, uh, John Brooks, uh, two other guys. I think Walker Zimmerman will probably make the Olympic or the World Cup roster. Like, th- there was eight guys there that weren't there for this tournament. Easily eight guys that weren't there that will be. So, look, we're riding high right now. Think Things are looking good. I would say... We have zero chance to win the World Cup, but that's the same chance that we've always had. We've never had a chance. and But I would say that we have a chance to make maybe maybe semis. Like, is there a semi-final chance maybe at the World Cup? Is that possible? That's sure. I feel like the world stage right now is very vulnerable. If we don't make it out of the group stage for the second consecutive World well, Cup. In I don't know. We made it out of the group stage in the... In 2014, we didn't. Oh, we didn't make. No, 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 I'm talking 2018. Oh, we didn't make the World Cup. I understand that, but I'm saying, listen, we got out of the group of death in 2014, and that group was between Portugal, who had the best player in the world at the time, and Germany, who ended up winning it. Best player in the world ever. All right, whatever. I'm not doing that right now. But like, we made it out of that group stage with Michael Bradley and Clint Dempsey and an injured and a Josie Altidore, who once again got hurt at the World Cup. Like. If we can make it out of that, we have a much better roster now. As long as we don't get put in a group with France and Belgium, like we should be able to make it out. You know? I have to ask because it just popped up on the screen a few commercials ago. 
UFC this weekend. Lewis are gone. Oh, come on. You know who I got. The Black Beast, our, baby. Our boy, Derek Lewis, is coming for that heavyweight title. He's going to be the interim heavyweight championship after right. this weekend. That's right, because then we get... Perfectly fine. We get and it. then Derek Lewis versus John Jones. I don't know if it'll be Jones. I, th- I think it'll probably be Ngannou. Eh, maybe. But all right, I think uh, I, think I we don't hit every... have a question of the week. That's all right. If you do. I, I th- oh no, I forgot you were selfish. You asked two questions last week. The second question so wasn't really matter. a question, but it's all I got. It's been an exciting week for just sports in general. We will see you guys on Thursday for fantasy football. See you guys later.